Alright, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Nathan, you can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark, you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Lance, you can find me on all social media at The Night Nerd. Sweet deal. Today, the three of us are going to be talking about minute number 49. And the minute's going to start out with... uh, Bruce sneaking away from Lex's speech, and uh, the minute's going to end with, uh, and now I have, here you go, I have quote-unquote Bruce getting caught, but uh, getting caught somewhere he shouldn't be. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he gets, he gets caught, that's it, like, that's, I think that's something Gotcha, red-handed. Of all people. The world's caught. greatest detective. He gets caught in the act, which is unlike... Batman. Got him. I don't know. I have some qualms about that. Do you? Do I? I don't know. Is it okay to let that go? I mean, is that just I him think... being Bruce, though? Yeah, but see, that's why I have it's it's quote-unquote Bruce getting caught. Unless Mercy is just that good at catching people. At being sneaky. Unless she really is a robot, and that's how she found him. What do you mean? She saw him walk down there. She just snuck, yeah, exactly. I don't know. See, that's... Okay, so here's another thing. <laughs> He's invited to this gala, right? Yeah. On purpose for this? Like, I don't this... necessarily It's if it's on purpose for what he's doing, but I think it's on purpose for meeting the characters. And that's it. And that's it. Because if... Because she looks at him as he walks downstairs as if, like, there goes that Bruce Wayne doing what he, like, said he would do. Like, you know? In my opinion. Yeah, but if the, then does that mean Mercy Graves knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Uh, see, that's where it's starting to get weird. It's like, yeah. I, I think there's an argument that you could say, yes, yeah, she does, because... Because Lex keeps her in the loop? Yeah, or maybe... Maybe Lex is like, all right, make sure no one goes down those stairs. And that's why she's standing right there. I, I have a question about the location of the this server room or whatever we want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. Every movie ever, when somebody's trying to sneak in, they sneak in through the kitchen, like with the help. So why would you have yeah, your yeah. most important stuff right next to that? You know, I feel like... It would be more of a, oh, it's up on the third story behind this giant safe door that has biometric recognition and only Lex and Mercy can get through to it. I just I feel like it would be more secure. And I think that would have been cooler to see Bruce Wayne, you know, use Batman skills instead of just, oh, there's the kitchen. They're watching a show, so I'm going to sneak by them and plug my little back computer in here. I feel like Lex would have it more secure. Yeah. You would think. No, you're definitely right. Hold Unless on. Unless we're thinking too far into it, like we're too much into how comic book Too related. sci-fi? Yeah. I, uh... The location isn't a problem for me. Like, it being in the basement... Is that okay for servers to be in the basement? With the kitchen staff? That's... I think that's... Okay. But I think it's weird 
that it's just open like it's that. on display unless mm. it's something where he's like i like showing people this server room and maybe that's why which would be a luther thing to do like hey look i have all this information and as he talks about in the speech you know knowledge and power and knowledge without was everything so yeah maybe but i i don't know maybe there's so many things i want to say like maybe it's on display on purpose but then wouldn't you have it like on display on display yeah, like right in the center of the gala, like where like the motorcycle is. Like, oh, look at like what all these units. It's like showing off. What's that computer's name? Um, a computer has a name. Yeah, that was Hal Watson. Oh, Watson. Hal. Yeah. Hal's from Watson from what? It's the chess playing computer, isn't it? No, Watson is a super IBM computer that was like on Jeopardy. Oh. And he's he's also a he. <laughs> it's also on like uh there's a star wars the star wars show like sometimes one of the co-hosts and watson they like talk about like star wars in real life and how that science is starting to become more non-fiction than fiction and sometimes watson's there you guys n- never heard of no. watson what's the what's the computer the that beat the uh the like the tournament the master grand champion chess player i thought that was watson Maybe it is Watson still, but I know IBM has a computer. They have a supercomputer named Watson, and he was on Jeopardy. And I don't know if he won, but he was doing you a keep pretty on good. Keep calling him he, man. You're freaking me out. <laughs> he was doing a really good job. See, I was thinking Hal from 2001: A Space Odyssey, creepy master yeah. computer that murders everything. Yeah. Which apparently nobody this... who builds computers has ever seen any of these sci-fi movies. Yeah, they should. They, I don't think they're allowed to watch dystopian films. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, why would it not be right in the middle of everything if you're trying to show it off? It's just, it's almost like he has it there for bait. But then I feel like if it was bait, it wouldn't have any real information on it. Exactly, unless he wanted it to be found. I don't necessarily think he knows. Batman's looking for his server access because do you think think he's a criminal and he keeps track of all his criminal stuff so i mean any criminal wouldn't want their stuff just to be out there even even if you don't know that batman's looking for it you got to think well the good guys whether it be batman superman or the police or the fbi or whoever is looking for it yeah so, Unless if he thinks his deal with the government, I don't know. So, Lex invited Bruce to this party. If he invited Clark, obviously Clark's going to show up because he was invited and that's what he does. Um, but if Bruce had no need to go to the party, he wouldn't have gone. He would have gotten an invitation. He would have been like, I'm not going to go to that gala. Yeah. I'm going to go out and fight crime. But then you dangle a carrot in front of him and go, hey... You want information about the white Portuguese? I'm that guy. If you want information about it, you got to come to this gala. So then he comes to the gala. And then Lex is like, cool, now that I have him here, I want him to meet Clark Kent. And like maybe that's the whole thing. So I think he yeah, wanted he him to find right. this information. And that information was the only way 
uh, was only available at this gala, and that's it's. I'm putting you it. Might, in. You might be right. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I think. I feel like that's a little bit more believable. Bruce Wayne would have been like. Yeah, he would have blown it off. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going to that. I'd rather go be Batman. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Bruce um, Wayne just writes checks. Really, when he, you know, if he wants to help something, he'll just mail in a check or something. You know, not actually make yeah. an appearance. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that that's a quote in the next week where he says something like that, where he's very just like, eh, I support that, sure. And like, he's like trying to do like passive small talk. Mm-hmm. Um, this server that's next to him, uh, when he kind of gets caught by Mercy Graves, or not kind of, he does get caught, um, that EMC Square, when I where I go manage servers in like my real job, there's one of those. And what I look at mean? it all the time, and I go, "That's a nice server." Oh. It's the EMC squared yeah, right Isalon. Uh, yeah, there's one in the the Colo downtown, and I always look at it and I go, "Why don't I have a server that looks like that?" I don't, cause I don't know. Like you personally? Yeah, ours is like we rent out a locker closet or a server closet, and we put our servers on the racks that they supply us. Yeah, but there's one person who just has one of these. And I'm like, damn, maybe it's Lex Luthor. Maybe, maybe. He's, he's got downtown location in Orlando. I um, mean, it is in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Oh. Maybe. There it is. Confirmed. Um, while we're on the subject anyways, this is the only uh, speaking lines Mercy Grace has in this entire film is in this moment. And then... Uh, upstairs. Upstairs, you know, in next week. But yeah. Yeah. Only at this gala. And uh Yeah. Did you guys uh, have anything? I, I know we skipped him walking downstairs and everything. Um, and there's quite a bit that happens there, too. I just, I always, I think the Alfred and Bruce duo is just too killer in this minute. Like, them just working together mm-hmm. like that. Just good. Just, it's, a, it's a trustworthy bond. He's, uh, does he take a drink in this one? Alfred? Oh no. no! No, I think it's next week. It's tomorrow. He yeah, he's drinking. like go upstairs yeah. and yeah. I was like, he's just hanging out. He's he is. having a good time. Um, I, I, what I love about this scene is when Bruce gets caught. You know, he's very much like Kevin Smith, Ben Affleck. Like what? I, yeah, I'm yeah. Crack jokes yeah. and and it's really cool to see because that's when. I first noticed and fell in love with Ben Affleck is through Kevin Smith. You know, Mallrats, Dogma, Chasing Amy. And he, in recent years, he's been very stoic. You know, he's tried to shake that image. And he's done a great job. You know, he's a super successful actor. But seeing that kind of callback to... I think it helps with the, the character here to see that Batman is who Ben is now. Like, hey, I'm serious. I'm doing all this stuff. And then Bruce Wayne is mm-hmm. kind of who Ben Affleck was before, where, yeah, I'll make a, a movie with a bunch of fart jokes in it. That's okay. I'm, I'll hang out with Matthew McConaughey and Spank Freshman and just whatever. And so on a, on a personal level, I was like, oh, ha, that's kind of cool. I'm sure that's non-intentional yeah. at all. But it to me, it kind of harkened back to some simpler Ben Affleck times. Yeah. It's good that he can keep the same acting style and just use it only in like snippets. Mm-hmm. Bring back the past, man. 
bring back the past, man. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of this minute, uh, it's kind of cool how this played out, but so Bruce Wayne, the shot is on Bruce Wayne and he's walking towards the basement and he's got Alfred in his ear telling him where to go. Lex says the line, gods and men, Prometheus went with us and whatnot. And in the same shot, you can still see Clark Kent looking behind him, staring at Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's in the very bottom right. You see him? This is at... Yeah. Uh, so it is really gods and men. Yeah, exactly. And that I think gods and men is like a trigger phrase for the DC universe. Like, yeah. Every time you're gods Shorted, among yeah. men, gods yeah. and monsters. It's the, it's the general theme. Yeah. Just the idea of... It's, it's kind of like, you know, like Greek mythology, like those gods. Mm-hmm. And like... This is why I always say, like, maybe the Greek gods in the DC universe were just metahumans as well, you know, kind of thing. And I, and also in this minute, we do get a Greek god. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman is at this gala. And Demi-god. I don't know. I just, I think it's so cool. I think it's neat. You're not wrong, man. <laughs> well, that's always um, been the big thing between DC and Marvel is DC's always been the gods because Superman's a, a god. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. practically a god. Aquaman, practically a god. You know, and the Marvel's always been the flawed humans. I mean, when when it debuted in recent years, there's been changes and different things and stuff. But for the longest time, that was always the gods of DC. Uh, the, you know, and the pantheon of the gods. Uh, Flash, you know, as Mercury or mm-hmm. uh, however you want to see it. And even you talk about gods being in DC a lot. I mean, you had. Like you said, gods and monsters. You have injustice, gods among us. Uh, everything mm-hmm. is is about gods in the DC. And I think when Lex is talking here, I, I think he almost even looks at Prometheus with some disdain for still being a god and helping mortals. And I, Lex, I honestly believe that he honestly believes humans can do it all on their own and they don't need divine intervention and that's what he's trying to prove so even though he's talking about prometheus i think it's you you could argue that he could see himself as prometheus but i think he also if that's not the case i think he, he still sees prometheus as a god and basically you know like we don't need handouts we don't need your help yeah i can definitely see that um i'd, I'd go more of the uh I wouldn't say that he's Prometheus because you don't think he like sees Prometheus as a role model. I see like maybe it's as a role model, but because he wants to bring the metaphorical fire to human humanity. He seems pretty happy about telling that story. <clears throat> yeah, and he he would I guess the fire in his sense is knowledge. So he would be giving the knowledge to the human popul- I think, populace. Yeah, That's he, what he thinks- wants. There's several, I mean, there could be several things of fire. I think that's yeah. kind of like what makes this character so unique is that he has multiple sources of fire. Uh, and, but um, it's when he's telling that exact phrase, it's like Prometheus went with us and he ruined Zeus's plan to destroy mankind. And he was so happy to say that because it's like, it's just a man. Or I don't think Prometheus was a Titan, but he was definitely just like not a god and a Greek god, and he was like, hey, you know what? I can defy gods, and I can help out humankind. Prometheus and, was a god. 
I don't think he was a. He wasn't a. No, no, I don't think so. He was a titan. He wasn't a. He was a titan. Yeah. All right. He was the creator of mankind and its greatest benefactor. Uh, I'm cheating right now. I don't know this off the top of my head. No, you're fine. (laughs) But as you're saying that, people are making parallels between what you're saying and Lex Luthor. Yeah. At least I am. (laughs) Yes. I mean... Well... He did have the Restore Metropolis crew, Rebuild Metropolis crew, so that could go hand-in-hand with creating humanity or and being a philanthropist and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, in my opinion, I would say, yeah, he is. He does want to be the Prometheus. Want to be. Want to be, yeah. yeah. Well, and after reading or that maybe... about the biggest benefactor, I, I agree with that. Like, if, if Prometheus is portrayed as mankind's greatest benefactor, then for sure Lex yeah. wants to be that. Yeah. Um, or maybe the story of Prometheus is correct in like Lex Luthor is that character, but maybe we need to reanalyze that story itself and maybe go, Hey, maybe that wasn't a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) In which case we'd have to reevaluate that story. Yeah. Um, and gal's character's reaction, Diana's reaction to this story about eye roll. Yeah. Her father. Is that what you're saying? That's what you're saying, right? What? Her eye roll. Her eye roll. Yeah. Oh, it's the the eye roll heard around the world. <laughs> it's amazing. Just gal's eyebrows. Yeah, that's. I was <laughs> gonna say that in the minute that she looked behind at Bruce the first time, because there's a second where like she raises them a little bit, and you're like, whoa, hey. <laughs> Nate's heartbeat skipped. <laughs> it did, man. Oh, what the? Out of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I got to get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday the latest. Well, you could go to amazon.toolmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.toolmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there, and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet. And a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. I'm all about helping others, as you know. <laughs> all right, so Amazon.2OldMedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. Her earrings look like swords, which is pretty cool. She's just Sorry. perfect, man. I'm just, We're yeah. just cushioned. Yeah, nothing wrong. Like no, no bad can come from Gal. I think that's a, a pretty safe statement. Yeah, I mean Okamoto is still like the woman who plays Mercy Graves is, you know, a beaut as well. And Ben <laughs> Affleck is a beaut, and Henry Cavill, and everyone at this gala is beautiful, except, but just except one person. Except one person who Except isn't one. beautiful? Yeah. Oh. We'll get there. We'll see him next week. Oh, yeah. We'll see him next week. Um, <laughs> it, but Wonder Woman still just, like, everyone's a 9 out of 10 because Wonder Woman is there. <laughs> yeah. 
in my opinion. That's all I'll say about that. Um, and so she's, again, she, she's looking around. Um, the people next to her, she, I guess this conversation that, or this speech that Lex is giving, it just, it's not catching her attention at all. She's like uninterested. She's like looking around. I don't know if she's looking for Bruce Wayne again. Um, yeah, absolutely. But everyone else, I think it's important to notice their reaction because they are invested in Lex Luthor right now. They think what he's saying is like the smartest thing anyone has ever said to them. It could, it, maybe they actually believe it. Yeah, maybe they're just that like s- s- uh, stupid. I was going to say maybe starstruck. I don't know if that's the right word, but like if if Lex Luthor Jr. is as big of the philanthropist as people say, it's mm-hmm. probably like a big deal with seeing him up on a stage and being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna listen to everything this guy has to say." Because all the because if I guess if you put it in Prometheus perspective, mankind right now is looking up to Prometheus, and all the gods are like at this gala are just like, <sighs> yeah. Which, I have a question. Um, after we talked about it yesterday, and I, I thought about it, and this, why is Diana there? You know, we talked about how Clark got invited, and Bruce got invited to to go back to, I guess, you know, this whole thing being about Diana. Does Lex know that she's Wonder Woman? Is that why she's there as well? Or did she sneak in? Uh, just I think it, that... Yeah, I think she's crashing the party. He would have to know, because he, if you have footage of a person on your hard drive, yeah, quote unquote, you know, you have to know. But do you think he actually invited her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, absolutely, to, uh, that would should raise red flags for her to be like, oh, this dude. But that could be while she's there is to figure out how he knows who she is too. Maybe I, I don't know. I just. After we, you know, we talked about inviting them and and everything, but how this is the focus uh, is on Diana. You know, it got mm-hmm. me thinking: Why is she there? I want you to hear the story about how your father failed. Yeah. Oh, like you? Okay, so you're saying like Lex knows that she's um, like who she is, and like her. Demi demigodness and like he's just like kind of throwing this back in her face like he has this the, is this is my version of how look, your he father has is. the photo that doesn't necessarily mean he can't see that what and do be you like, mean why would you have that photo unless lex luther jr went to uh you know paradise island and saw all the amazon stuff like that like i don't think he would ever believe that um, Greek mythology would be associated with her. Well, and there's those Do photos you? of like Nicolas Cage in the Civil War. You know, there's the, or you know, there's coincidence. Oh, you're talking about in real life, like yeah, the ones that the people, people look, look like. like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it could be one of those. I mean, I know Lex is a very smart man, and I know he has a plan for everything, but I don't know if he's necessarily can place Diana. As being related as to... As being related, as being a demigod. The only thing, because I don't think he knows about Themyscira really, but he might know about Ares being involved with World War One. Why? 
Because the photograph, I don't know. There's like you think Ari. Come on. First of all, it's. I think it's for real. He doesn't I, believe in gods. For real. Yeah, he believes in God. He just doesn't like him. I, um, I think he <laughs> has that metahuman view on them. You know that, that you mentioned exactly. That so I mean, and if he has all this knowledge that he keeps bragging about and that we've seen, you got to think he had some kind of secret Nazi files to know that, oh, well, I guess it wasn't Nazi files, though. He I, I don't want to get too spoilerific for for your show down the line, but does he know that? I mean, does anybody outside he comes of from Germany? Germany? His dad's from Germany. Maybe in some weird way, maybe his family line comes from that village in... All right, I don't know if we should keep going, pulling on this thread. Yeah. But I think there's a connection between his family line being from Germany. She fought in Germany. And being in the, the dead dead man lands or dead... No man's dead, land. No man's land. Dead man lands. <laughs> dead man lands. But, yeah, all I got to say is she's invited to this party. She was invited <coughs> to this party by this guy who happens to have a photograph of her. Creepy, right? But, you know, that's Lex Luthor creepy <laughs> so that's all i'm gonna say about that okay right. I, was, yes, I was just curious i was just curious i didn't um bruce wayne goes downstairs he finds the server room he hooks up a the device i don't know what it is um but he hooks it up to super thumb drive he, he doesn't like bad thumb drive he doesn't put it into the server he he connects it to the to the coaxial cable, so he's trying to yeah, pick up CNBC. Exactly. It's I don't understand that process. It's like he broke the yeah. It looks like a coax cable. Yeah. He broke the cape. Did he break? The, I don't know. He's no. He, it looks like it. This like has like this is where it separates. Like if you needed to access something, this is the port to do it. He literally leeches it. Which, so he puts it. I don't understand why he would just have that cable just laying out again. Unless we go back to the the bait theory like he's and yeah i don't see why that cord would just be hanging out outside of the the glass protection and everything i'm looking at it right now i just i keep pulling the frames in and it looks like <laughs> yeah it looks like he <sighs> separates the connection but then the connection thinks it's still going to where it needs to go, but instead it's going right into the drive, which doesn't make any sense to me. It, that KVM that is next to him, like the keyboard and the monitor that's next to that um, Isilon server, that's where it should have gone. But maybe it's just science fiction mumbo-jumbo. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a bad really gadget that know- can do anything. Yeah, right? Um, but do things if the if it is a science fiction mumbo jumbo? Do you think things like that necessarily bother like Snyder and 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 other people like that are working on the set where it's like no, well that's he's not doing anything. Like it's like yeah, but it doesn't look good on a camera. It's like no, I don't care if you can't show him actually hacking into the mainframe or whatever. If it's just like two butts, two two clicks on a mouse, like at least show something realistic versus like just plugging this thing into some random wires or. 
is someone in the back of the set being like, it's not going to fucking do anything. Like, it's just not doing it. <laughs> have, have you ever seen that? the it's movie Thank You for Smoking? Nope. I've always told myself to watch that movie, and I've never done it. It's amazing. It's um, Aaron Eckhart as a tobacco lobbyist. And yeah. one of these scenes, he goes, and he's talking to Rob Lowe, who Rob Lowe is like this big Hollywood agent. And they're trying to strike up a partnership to get cigarettes back into movies. And they look at this space movie that they have. It's all going to be on a space station. And Aaron Eckhart's like, but you can't light a cigarette in, in that environment. And Rob Lowe just literally just shakes his hand off. And he's like, oh, we'll just say, thankfully, we invented so-and-so, and now we can smoke in space. And movie's magic. It's probably kind of the same thing here, you know, where there is somebody who's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but we need it to make sense, so there it is. I mean, they yeah, they say it's a leech, so I guess that, I mean, it what it does is literally it's leeching da- data. I understand what it does. No, I'm not explaining I'm just saying, is it practical? It could be. Uh, it, it might be, that's probably plausible. Um, and there might be... There's there's a there's something called like a, a NAS like uh, what is it stands for I don't know what it is but basically it's a big storage thing right mm-hmm. and so what you can do is you can create virtual servers and it'll have like twelve bays on it and each bay you can put in like a big hard drive in there with a crazy amount of storage space and you can dedicate parts of those. So, like, let's say each bay had a terabyte in it, mm-hmm. and you so you have about twelve terabytes of storage. And if you use like a NAS and like a Zen server, you can dedicate maybe like one of those terabytes to a server. And like, let's say that server is Lex's metahuman thing. If Bruce Wayne had pulled out one of the hard drives, and it's that easy that you can do that, you pull out one hard drive and he puts his in there then it's dedicating and using that storage and and you tell the system, but obviously you'd have to use that keyboard to be like, Hey, you're going to start putting all that data into that hard drive. That's right there. And then when the party is over, when it's time to leave, you just pull that hard drive out and And do the old Texas switch. And it's that easy. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. (laughs) I'm sorry. Tim Drake moment. All right. I dig it. (laughs) You explained uh, it better than the movie did, so I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other things for uh, minute number forty nine? No, I just like the mask of Bruce Wayne that happens when Mercy walks in on him. It's just like instant. It's like it's so quick that he can just fall into like this dopey Bruce Wayne. Just like a, I really want to see what people's image of Bruce Wayne is in their mind. And I said it before, Christian Bale gets it only one time in Batman Begins when he's swimming in that one hotel and he's walking out. When he's walking out of the restaurant and he's, you know, swimming with the girls or whatever. And mm-hmm. Rachel walks up to him. That's the only time you actually see, in my opinion, that's the only time you see Christian Bale actually be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And I, I want to know I'm, if I'm like, thinking... people see this Ben as like a slurred drunken the last one was too too many and all that yeah 
Yeah, the tutu. But, like, he's also a very muscular, big dude. Like, you got to be intimidated by him. And he's not, he doesn't have an entourage. So it's not like you're... It's not like he's all big, important, famous, as you would think, you know, everybody rolling around, like, with three security guards or whatever. It's just him. Clearly, he doesn't need security guards, but... I'm also thinking of the the Bruce Wayne in other moments of this film. Like, when he meets Clark, when he's at the Fight Club, and he meets Anatoly. Mm-hmm. I dig those Bruce Wayne moments. Yeah. And he's I... He's really good at being Bruce Wayne, but, yeah. like, a seasoned Bruce Wayne. Like, a Bruce Wayne that is comfortable with himself being the mask of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and not trying too hard, not trying to put up a show. I wonder if they asked him to be like himself or if they were like all right now we need you to kind of play it off like you don't know what you're doing and ben affleck just naturally just went into this and they were like that's perfect (laughs) and they just like yo let's just go with that probably because he's the best actor of all time ever that he is that he is best actor of all time b-a-o-a-t i'm gonna find a way to make that spell batman like best actor Today, tomorrow, and never. Batman. I don't know. That doesn't work. I don't know if that works out, but... It, it doesn't, but... You almost got it. Yeah. And a... Nope, doesn't work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. And you can find the rest of our shows at toolmedia.com, including Austin Powers Minute and Tarantino Minute. We're currently talking about Pulp Fiction and the International Man of Mystery. And we also have a Patreon. For $5 a month, you don't even have to do that. If you just want to donate $1, that helps us out too. Um, but if you do the $5 tier, you get three bonus episodes, two weekly, and one that comes every first Saturday of the month. And we also have a Facebook group called the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society where you can join us lance and other guests and other listeners to talk about the episodes and uh yeah we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on dc cinematic minute